Welcome to the Principles of Success, Season 2, Bonus Episode 1. And for today, I figured we could talk about all the different principles of success. And just kind of do a recap on all of those. If you want it more in-depth, Season 1 covers all the different principles of success. So go check out Season 1. And we're not going to cover the last four principles of success, which I also call the attributes of success, which include health, which we covered all of this year, wealth, which we're covering next year, relationships, and happiness. And the reason why we're not covering those is because we'll cover those in the next bonus episodes. So today, I figured we'd talk about the principles of success. Starting off with, first and foremost, action. I'm not doing too bad in the action department. The thing that separates me from most people is I've just taken the action. Now, the thing that separates me from the really successful people is they've taken more action. Partly just because they've had a lot more time. But action. Action is super important. The actions that you do today determine what happens tomorrow. The actions you do tomorrow determines everything. I've written two books, started a podcast... Um, started a couple businesses, and I've done all of that not because I'm anything special. I'm not that smart. I'm not that skilled. Actually, I am kind of smart, but I'm not that skilled at anything. The difference is I've just done more. I've been more disciplined, which we'll talk about here in a sec. You gotta be decisive. You gotta work on whatever you choose to do. You can't have any excuses. You gotta make it a priority. And you got to focus on the results. you got to just do it. Just do it and do it and do it until the job gets done. you got to have a sense of urgency because you're running out of time. You're not going to have time to do everything that you ever want to do. you got to do what it is that you feel most important to do right now. And you have to do it right now. Next up, discipline. If you do not have the discipline to manage your time and to consistently take that said action then you're not going to be successful. You have to have the discipline to control yourself. You don't want to do it right now? Do it anyway. To achieve success requires sacrifice. You can have anything you want, but you can't have everything. You can't enjoy the donut now and have a fit body. You can't buy the cool little doodad and be financially successful. You have to have discipline. You have to take the actions needed to take you towards the course that you want, and to take those actions, you have to have the discipline to be willing to do those actions even when you don't want to. You have to delay the gratification. If you don't delay the gratification, you'll do whatever you want to now, and you won't be disciplined enough to do what you need to do now, so that way you can have what you want in the future. So control your thoughts, be disciplined, and be committed to your goals. Next up, learning. Learning is super important, and you probably already know that because you're listening to this stupid podcast. Learning is everything. The more you learn, the more you're able to do, and the more you find out of how little you actually know. Make sure that you study. Read as many books as you possibly can. Learn from failure and mistakes. Learn from others' failures and mistakes. You don't know what you don't know until you do it, and then you find out how little you know about what you were trying to do. When I started my marketing agency, I spent several years studying it, making sure that I knew everything before I made that jump. And then when I made the jump, I realized that there was this big chunk of information of a skill that I needed that I had no knowledge on. So 
you need to just do the thing, take action, so that way you can learn and figure out what you need to do. You need to invest in your time and your money in education. I don't care if it's school, books, YouTube, doesn't matter. Podcasts, you got to take the time to become more knowledgeable and become more knowledgeable in every aspect of life and of what you're trying to pursue. And you got to learn how to improve yourself. You got to read self-improvement books. You got to listen to podcasts like this. Because if you do not become a better person, then you're not going to... You can't have what you aren't are. That was a very poor way of phrasing it. You're going to get what you've always got unless you change who you've always been. That's a better way. That's a quote from someone. That's a better way of phrasing it. Who you are now has done the things that has led up to what you have now. So if you want to have more, whether it's more money, better relationships, more happiness, better health, then you have to become a better version of yourself, and that requires learning. Number four, work hard. You have to work hard. There isn't a single successful person out there that doesn't work hard. And that doesn't even mean work hard on your job. Yes, working hard on your job can be successful, especially if you're trying to climb the corporate ladder. I'm talking about what are you doing with the rest of your time. 40 hours is to survive. Anything over is for your future. You got to be willing to pay the price, and the price is hard freaking work. You got to get it done. The world owes you nothing. The law of cause and effect plays a major part in success. You reap what you sow. If you don't plant any seeds, you're not going to have a harvest at the end of the year. If you don't do the work now, you're not going to have the results later. So you got to put in the work. Five, self-mastery, which I kind of already talked about with the learning. I went off on a tangent, but self-mastery. You have to become a better version of yourself. Be the best. Do not settle for average. You got to become the best version of you that you can be. You are able to progress. You are able to change your situation. I am autistic. I naturally have the worst social skills ever because of it. At this point in my life, because I've been working on it for almost a decade now, I have above average social skills. It took a long time for me to get to just mediocre of lots and lots of hard work, but now I'm above average because I stuck with it. I was able to progress over time. Time is the factor. As you keep working on it continually, consistently, then over time, things will get better and you'll make progress. And it's also important to look back and check out how far progress you've made. Think back five, ten years ago. Where were you? You were probably still living in your parents' house, uh, just because most of my listeners are around that age, Um, and didn't have a car, was making probably minimum wage. Um, Maybe you hadn't even kissed somebody before. So you've made a lot of progress, even if you don't think about it. Like, that's the thing about time. It also, this time kind of makes you forget about how far you've actually come. So just keep that in mind, that you are progressing, even if it's small and little, but over time it really adds up. Also, don't be a victim. It is your job to master yourself. No one else is going to come and help you. No one else cares about your life. Don't be a victim. 
You're giving your power away to other people. You're giving your power away to an outside source. And when you give your power away, there's nothing you can do about it. Like, oh, I'm not successful because the government steals like 99% of the money. Okay, yeah, that's a fact. Deal with it. There's plenty of people who, even with the government stealing 99% of their money, they're still able to take that little bit that they're left, the scraps that they're left with, and make something out of it. Sure, in the meantime, try and fix the system. Go ahead. But at the same time, focus on yourself. Become the best at what you do so that way you can become successful. Because when, when you're the best, especially in the best at what you do financially, you get compensated for it. A good motivational speaker, which I am not, that's actually the point of this podcast is to practice that originally, um, a good motivational speaker might make like 5000 a month, which to me is a lot of money for earned income. Um, but a fantastic, ac- uh, motivational speaker, I'm thinking Tony Robbins or Gary Vee, they get paid in the six figure for one speech. If I remember correctly, last I checked, which was years ago, so he probably makes way more now, Gary Vee made 80000 per half an hour speech. A- and if I remember correctly, Tony Robbins made, um... 500,000 for an hour speech. So the best get a whole lot. The fastest horse gets all the money. And the fastest horse isn't 10 times faster than the second fastest horse. The fastest horse, 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 is only a couple, maybe even just a half a second faster. So become the best. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Number six, have a vision. This is goals. Have your goals, your dreams. Break them down from year to day. You have your yearly goals, which, for instance, next year, I plan on doing an entire podcast of an entire season of this podcast. That's what I meant to say. Um, and then your daily goals. Today, I was reco- I'm recording the four bonus episodes to finish off this last season, so that way I can... Enjoy the holidays with my family and not worry about whether or not you guys have something to listen to. And you need to do what you love. Hard work is super important. But when you enjoy the hard work, it's that much easier to do it. Rambling to you guys about success is kind of fun for me. Now the editing and the outlining and all that stuff kind of sucks. But me just sitting here talking, that's pretty fun. And while I don't make a ton of money from it yet... I do get paid for it a little bit. So do what you love. It's a whole lot easier to become successful at something you enjoy doing than it is at something that you hate doing. And you need to have a long-term perspective um, because I'm recording this after the fact of the next couple of episodes. I already talked about this, but you haven't heard it yet. So magic of technology. Um, long-term perspective. I'm looking for a property to plant some trees so that way in 30 years time, 
the couple thousand dollars I spent on that project will be worth several hundred thousand dollars with minimal effort, but it's long-term perspective. I have to be willing to make the sacrifices today and not eat out, so that way I can save that $10, which adds up over several years, so that way I can afford the land and afford the saplings, so that way I can plant them, and then I have to have the patience to let them grow up, so that way I can then turn that those trees into boards and make money. So, long-term perspective. Um, there is a quote of a conversation between... Jeff Bezos, owner of Amazon, and Warren Buffett, who's the richest investor of all time. Um, and Jeff Bezos is asking Warren Buffett, why don't people just follow your advice? Your advice is so simple, and it's a super easy way to get rich. And Warren Buffett's response was, people don't like to get rich slowly. Everyone wants it right now. Compared to super successful people and hot shots, I'm not that successful, but compared to most people, I'm pretty, I'm not doing too bad. Or compared to most people my age, no, even compared to most people, I'm not doing too bad. I would like more, of course, but I have a vision of where I'm going, and I'm willing to make the sacrifices now to get there. Saying no is hard, and you have to be willing to say no to instant gratification now, to what your wants are now, and you have to say no to taking it easy. You have to be willing to do the hard work. And don't dwell on the fear of failure. If you're, of course you're going to fail. You're going to fail miserably. You're going to lose lots of money most likely. But you're going to learn from that failure so that way you don't do it the next time. When you focus on growing, you will grow. Now, occasionally you'll have setbacks, you'll have discouragements, and all of it will suck. But you will grow. So, have a vision for your life and pursue it. Number seven is persistence. Like I said just before, you're going to have setbacks. Things are going to get hard. Life is going to try and beat you to a pulp. And it will keep you down and keep you miserable and broke and lonely if you let it. Success is a war. It is a war for happiness. It is a war for abundance. It is a war for success. And like a war... The enemy is going to fight back, and the enemy is quitting. There's a reason why in, I think, all of, pretty much all religions, endurance is one of the key aspects of faith. You have to be willing to s stick it out. If you're running a race and you quit just before the finish line, you still didn't finish, and all of that previous effort was wasted. Now, there is times to step back, recalibrate, and change direction, and sometimes things aren't worth pursuing, and sometimes you have to be care careful with the sunk cost fallacy Well, of, well, I've already spent this much time on it, maybe if I continue just a little longer, then it will work, and sometimes that's good, sometimes that's bad. If you've been doing it for 10 years and you've lost tens of thousands of dollars, maybe it's time to try something else, but you gotta stick to your end vision. I want this for my life, and there's many different ways to get there, but there's still the persistence of getting to that point. If you give up and just sit down and give up, as I give up really right back to back, oh well, um, then you're 
not going to succeed. There's a great experiment slash analogy that I heard at one time, and it was two different tests. The first one was walk in a straight line, and then the experimenter put a chair in front of their way, um, and the person just stopped. Like, well, I can't walk in a straight line now, so I'm just going to stop. And then the other version was walk in a line to get to that point. And then the person put a chair in the way, and either the person stepped over it or went around it. So when you have your vision, you're able to continue going, which is super important. And you also have to be willing to embrace the ups and downs. Obstacles are going to get in your way. You're going to have a chair thrown at you every once in a while. And you can't let yourself get discouraged. You have to control your thoughts. Yes, I get discouraged plenty too. In fact, I probably get discouraged more than most people. Granted, I think everybody thinks that, but I probably do. Um, so you have to control your thoughts. You have to make sure that you don't let the discouragement eat away at your soul. You have to think positively. Ugh. <laughs> you have to have patience. You have to be self. You have to have self-compassion as well. If you're beating yourself up while trying to pursue this, or whatever it is that you're trying to pursue, then you're going to quit. And don't waste energy on things you can't control. If the girl doesn't like you, move on. If you have health problems, deal with them. Find ways around them. Like I've talked about how I've been trying to put on weight for years. I've tried everything, including spending thousands of dollars on doctor's appointments to try and figure out what's wrong with my body. Why can't I maintain any weight? Well, this year I finally figured out if I drank an entire gallon of milk, that made up enough of the difference. Now, am I, am I encouraging that? No, but it made the difference. So find ways to get around it. You can't waste the energy on the things you can't control. You gotta deal with them and move on. And you gotta remember, law of momentum, that the energy it takes to build takes a whole... It doesn't take anywhere near uh, that amount of energy to maintain. So getting started... The law of momentum for people who haven't listened. The, getting started takes a lot of energy. But once you're going, it's not that hard. And once you've already built, maintaining isn't that hard. Building a house takes a lot of effort, a lot of manpower. Maintaining a house doesn't take that much effort. Now, yes, you do have to clean and do all that fun stuff. But that's nothing compared to heavy-duty construction. So remember, the energy it's taking you now isn't the energy that it will that it will always take you and then lastly number eight serve others you want success <clears throat> you want success you can't be selfish it's just how the world works now everyone is selfish and people are going to disappoint you and you're going to have a hard time but if you want success you can't be selfish. The best analogy I ever heard for explaining why this is a thing is the $20-$80 deal. So you and I are going to make a deal, a business deal. Now, rationally, you might think it's fair to split it 50-50. And it'd be totally unfair of me if I insisted on me taking 80 and you getting 20%. Like, well, we're doing the same amount of work. We're splitting everything up. Why are you taking 80 and I'm getting 20? Well, on the flip side, if you give the other person 80 and only ask for 20, how many people are going to want to do business with you? 
Like, sure, here's a hundred bucks. I'll take twenty. You take eighty. Who else wants to split a hundred bucks with me to to earn a hundred bucks with me? Everyone will want to do business with you. So while you get that one eighty, and you're happy because you got the good end of the deal, and I just got the twenty dollars from the deal, I'm collecting twenty here, twenty there, twenty there, twenty there, because everybody's wanting to work with me because I'm serving others. I'm bringing a better end of the bargain to the other person. And that's why you can't be selfish. Selfish. Uh, you have to be selfless. But also, you have to bring value to the table. If you're just there to take, nobody's going to give you the time of day. You listen to my stupid 30-second ad, whether or not you click on it, because I bring you 20 minutes of value of success information. You tell your friends to listen to it, because you're wanting them to benefit from it, and then they listen to it, and they also hear my ads, and then they tell their friends, and so on and so forth. And when I get really, really good, everybody's going to tell all of their friends about me, so that way lots of people listen to me. And you get the benefit of listening to me, and I get the benefit of, one, impacting lives. I think I already mentioned it in the season wrap-up, but I want to mention it again. The people who have reached out to me and thank me for what I'm doing with this podcast is the reason why I keep doing this podcast. I don't make enough money to make it worth my time. I can make money so much easier in other aspects. But the people who have reached out and said thank you for the impact that your podcast has had on my life, that's why I keep doing it. Yes, I like money, but the service that I'm providing to the other people and impacting their lives and improving their lives just like the people who I listen to have impacted my life and helped me with my life. I don't remember where I was going with that, but thank you for reaching out to me and telling me what impact it has on you. And do not worry about other people's opinion. This might be a jaded ideology I have, but it's also um, just my opinion, so take it with a grain of salt. But when it comes to dating, most of the time, it does bug me, but most of the time, I don't mind playing the bad guy. Because it's easier for the girl to hate me than it is to make her sad. So if something, I'll go on a date with a girl, I decide that I'm not really interested in her. Something I will often do is try and make myself look really bad so that way, or be an absolute jerk so that way she doesn't like me. Is it healthy? I don't know. Is it correct? I don't know. It's just something I do because it's easier for me to make the other person hate me than it is to make them sad and feel bad about themselves. Now, does it always work? No, but I'm able to do that because I don't care what they think. I'm like, it's, it doesn't bother me. Same with this podcast. I never released it, but I had a season zero. Um, it was 12 episodes long and it was abysmal. abysmal. It was terrible. I couldn't talk at all to myself into a microphone. I didn't know how to edit. Um, I had poor sound quality. The whole thing was really bad. And at this point, I have the skills to make this podcast better than what I do, but I don't have the time to make it better than what I do. So it doesn't bug me when somebody says, well, your podcast could have been better. I occasionally hear the sound of a car driving by, and that's because I'm doing it in my bedroom or my living room, not in a recording studio. When I did my audiobook... I did it in a DIY recording studio that was very hot because there was no AC. Um, 
to soundproof it because it needed to be professional. But here it's a quick big bang doodad that is trying to get the information into your heads so that way you can take the information and go. It doesn't need to be super polished. I don't care. Your opinion doesn't matter to me. I can go and do it and start. Starting is the hardest part because I'm not too worried about what people will think of me when I fail or when I make a mistake. And don't resent other people's success. And that includes things like don't resent people who have done better with the gym, who have um, are in a happy relationship. Because resent is just poison for yourself. I don't remember if it was resent or grudge or whatever, but essentially um, holding on to a grudge is like drinking poison and hoping the other person dies. Resent is a poison. It'll make you miserable. It'll make you have a harder time being successful and be willing to serve other people if you're resentful. So don't resent people. Don't resent their success. Now, distance yourself and don't deal with toxic people, but don't become toxic yourself is essentially what I'm trying to say. And also study leadership. Leadership's super important. Leaders serve other people. Your job as a leader is to make sure that the people around you are supported so that way they can do what they need to do, which then benefits you. So being selfless is actually very selfish. And this is the best part. Your brain is actually designed this way. Your brain will release happy chemicals when you're serving other people. If you go do a service project, you will feel good because you went and helped other people. That's because your brain will release chemicals, happy chemicals, that will make you happy. So by serving others, being selfless, you get the selfish benefits of happiness and success and all that fun stuff. So go serve other people, do things, provide value, and hopefully you enjoyed today's episode. It went a little long because I was rambling, especially near the end, but I hope you enjoyed. And if you want to support this podcast or you want to be financially successful, go check out my new book, The Blueprint of Wealth. It's available on Amazon. Link should be below. And there's actually two links. There's the link to support this podcast that Anchor automatically publishes for me. I have no control over that. And then there's my link to my book. And with that, I will see you all next week.